Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for listening to the hashtag Create Your Earth Life podcast with myself, your host, Janessa Staples. And today we have a very special guest on. Her name is Shay Kelly, and she was born a woman and then became a transgender man and then was saved by Jesus, and now is going back to woman. So she has an interesting story on how Jesus saved her, and then she also has an interesting story of what she is going through right now, and she gives great advice at the end on um, helping people that are also going through the same thing that she is, what she um, has done, and what's the best way to go about it. I hope you guys enjoy. God bless you. Okay. It says we're recording. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, I'm Shay Kelly, and I'm from Tennessee. From Tennessee, okay. Can you put that a little closer to your mouth? Or, or I don't know how it works, but uh, all I heard was that you're Shay Kelly. That was the only part I heard. Uh, I'm, can you hear me better now? Yes, perfect. Yeah. I'm Shay Kelly, and I am from Tennessee. Okay, awesome. So you and I met on TikTok, as we've uh, just talked about before. And you, um, so you were a female, and you became a trans male, and then you are going back to female, uh, because you are saved by Jesus. Can you tell us your story? Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so um, I spent eight years in the trans community, three and a half of which I was on hormones. Um, I was working for a different company at the time. I was an, an assistant manager, so they would send me everywhere all the time. And I drove an hour and a half one day to a different store to work, and it just wound up being like a miscommunication. So then I stopped at my friend's house on the way home because her house is halfway between here and there. So I don't see her often. And we smoked weed. I got really high. And she starts talking about Jesus. And I'm like, you know, I don't believe in Jesus. I didn't believe in God at the time. So then she starts doing dishes. And I'm sitting there. I'm really high. And I see this silhouette figure come to the left peripheral vision of me. And I'm sitting there. I'm literally like, I'm just way too high. She's done started talking about this. Now I'm seeing stuff. I'm literally just way too high. And she turns around. And she just turns pale like she's really dark complected uh she's got hispanic in her really dark complected i've never seen her go pale she turns whiter than me and i'm pretty white and she's just like do you see him too and i was like i got to go got to go so i left then i pulled over a couple miles of the road obviously i was too impaired to drive um considering everything that just happened, I was also shaking. There was a shaking inside my stomach. Like I cannot explain it. Probably my soul. Um, so I called my aunt who was really religious, had her come get me and drive my car home. Then I spent the next three months denying that that ever happened. I was just like, I'm crazy, crazy. Um, started doing some more research. I research a lot of conspiracy theories. And the more I research, the more it led me back to the Bible. And then eventually, I think it was, that happened in March or the end of February of 2020. So in July of last year of 2020, I actually just stopped taking my hormones and then slowly started giving my life to Jesus. And I was like, okay, God, I'm going to do this, but I'm not going to do this. That is a lot of work. You're not going to what? I'm sorry, that cut out. 
You're not going to what? Detransition. Okay. Like, I'm not just not going to do that. Okay. Not doing that. And then the closer I got to Jesus and the more that I started learning about Jesus and everything else, um, I just, I kind of woke up one day and I was like, I've got to detransition. This isn't right. Like what I'm doing isn't right. And so I started praying about it. I started researching and then I just went with it. I was like, okay, I'm going to go identity. You're going to what? And that's where we're at now. Try to reclaim my female identity. That's so funny. Every time you say I'm gonna, it just like cuts out. <laughs> um, okay. What? My Bluetooth uh, headset. Okay. Um, Can you hear me? Try to talk again. Can you still hear me without it? Yeah. Yeah. I can hear you. Okay. So at first it was almost, it sounded like to you, it was almost easier to say I'm crazy than it was to say Jesus. uh, You know, you believe in Jesus. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And so when you kept going back to the Bible and reading it and you're saying like, I'm, I'm not gonna uh, D what is it? How do you say it? D do you transition okay you're saying this like i'm not doing that so then you there's one day you wake up and you're like yeah i gotta do this so it sounds like you were convicted yeah that what it felt like yeah um so yeah. what exactly like leading up to it like did you have feelings before where like you're kind of considering it and then finally when you woke up that day you're like this is what's happening so it wasn't that I was necessarily considering detransitioning, but I was unsure. Like, obviously the Bible talks about how we are wonderfully and fearfully made in his image in the womb. And we should treat our body as a temple. And obviously transitioning goes against that because you're putting in a bunch of hormones and things that aren't supposed to be there. And I actually reached out to a preacher and I was like, I just, I don't, like, I don't know how to bring this about, but I spent eight years transitioning and I just don't feel like I'm going to be able to be saved. And he asked me, he said, did you believe in God when you were transitioning? And I was like, no. He was like, I'm just going to let you simmer on that. And that's when it started hitting me. Like I didn't believe in God. I was transitioning. Now I'm feeling like I can't be saved because I transitioned and I believe in Jesus and that's when it just started reeling in my head and I was having visions in my sleep that it's, it was just honestly the best thing to do was to detransition and just try to live for God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so are you, I guess, so your mindset must have really changed from before to now. Like, obviously you are kind of living in the flesh for yourself, how you felt, what did you, what you wanted to be, what you wanted to, what you wanted to do. And then you were saved by Jesus. And then, um, now you're living for him. Right. Right. So how has that kind of changed? Because I've, I've heard about this before, like people transitioning back after being saved by Jesus. Uh, I haven't heard of it a lot. I've heard of it in like other podcasts and maybe I, Maybe I've seen other TikToks of people sharing. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. But um, how has that changed like your relationship with the community, uh, being part of that community? They shunned me. Um, most of the people in the LGBT community don't like me anymore. Um, 
which is fine. Like I knew coming into this that I was going to have to cut a lot of losses. Um, most of them don't believe in Jesus. And when you try to spread the message of Jesus, they just immediately shun you or tell you that you're homophobic. And I'm like, I'm not even homophobic. Like, I love you. Like, I just think that you need to hear the truth too. Um, I maybe have like two friends left in the community so that it's been really hard. Like I felt alone for a while, but then I just keep telling myself the other day, no matter what, God's got me. It doesn't matter who's in my corner, but God's got me. So that's really what's pulled me through that. But it just, it does really suck. Like, cause I miss them people. I miss seeing their journeys and you know how they're doing in their life. Cause a lot of them were doing really great things for themselves. But at the end of the day, God removes people out of our lives because he hears conversations that we can't hear. So I just hold on to that as a reminder to just keep going no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that the other day too. And I didn't think about that. Like God removes people because he hears conversations we don't hear. I think that's amazing. I, I love hearing that. Um, wow. Your story is very interesting. Um So you share your journey on TikTok. Do you ever get people that are going through the same thing as you? Do you ever connect with people that are going through the same thing as you? I've actually met um, two others that were female to male and ha- are trying to detransition. And then I've met some uh, two people that are were male to female or yeah, male to female and are detransitioning back to male. And I've met a couple that were they were just gay, like a lesbian or a gay guy, but they're, they're far and few in between. Okay. Most, most of the LGBT community, when you start talking about God and changing, they want to label you as a hypocrite or uh, they'll say that you're damaging their community because most of the time they just don't want to hear the truth. Right. Right. What exactly does D uh, transitioning look like for you? Right now, it's a lot of confusion because I was on hormones for so long that my body is automatically just still producing the male uh, testosterone and stuff. I'm having a really hard time trying to get into laser hair removal for my face. So I'm having to shave all the time, which my face does not like that I break out. So right now, it's just I look more like I'm gender fluid. Uh, Most people are still calling me sir. And I'm just like, what? (laughs) So that, that's really hard to deal with. And like replacing my wardrobe is really hard right now, money-wise. So it's just getting a piece here and a piece there. So mostly right now, it just looks really dim. Like it's hard to have hope, but I still hold on to hope if that makes any sense to you at all. It does, especially uh, once you've been saved by Jesus, like you really get an understanding of what hope is especially when you're like reading the Bible and praying, um, you just know that he will provide and he will help you through everything and anything that you need. Um, as long as you keep coming back to him and keep asking for guidance and for help. Is there any, yeah. (laughs) Is there anything else that has changed in your life since, um, you've been saved? So I've been with this girl for, going on five years and I have brought her to Jesus. And while we are still technically together, it's more just like a friendship. We have a vow to remain celibate and we have stuck by that and everything in us completely just, we deny the flesh of what the flesh wants. 
um, bringing her along my journey to get her closer to God. Um, my political mindset did a 180, which really, that was the hardest thing about it was the whole political mindset, me going from hating, literally hating Trump, hating politics in general, to I've got to really understand this. Like I'm understanding politics and looking into it now. Before I was a huge like Bernie fan. And now I'm like, guys, we just voted for Biden and the country is literally screwed because he's he's trying to push abortions and it's really hard. And then seeing him do the uh reverse all of Trump's transgender bills. That really hurt my heart. Uh, Trump didn't do that because he's transphobic. I want to want to put that there. Trump did it because when you're on hormones and you're in the army, you can't take your hormones overseas with you. There's a lot of countries that our military has to go to that they'll kill you for being LGBT. Trump did that. It's either you transition first or you transition after you serve. He was literally just trying to save lives because if you stop hormones, cold turkey, without mentally preparing yourself or without it being something that you want to do, it will mess with your brain. It will cause a lot of suicidal thoughts. And just looking more into why he did that now that I understand it more, I can see that I was completely deceived before. Um, And my political views have changed. My family thinks I'm crazy. They're like, I don't even know who you are anymore. I was like, yeah, me either. Welcome to my life. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I can relate with that a lot, except for my journey was a little different w- with being saved. Um, I like politics brought me to Jesus. So like I I was more Democrat or like kind of in the middle, but went a little left. And then I started like doing research during the pandemic. And then I started to like Trump because of his policies. And so many people are like, how can you like him? Like, and they talk about his personality and I'm like, yeah, okay. He doesn't like his personality, the way he talks. Like, I think a lot of people can agree. It's not great, but his policies about, you know, saving babies and how he helps the military. And he does so many like good things with his policies and people just, they they just don't see it. Um, but then seeing that he, I, I mean, he, he, I mean, he says he's a man of God. Um, I mean, I have some questions about that, but it really doesn't matter all in all. It brought me to Jesus. Um, so yeah, I feel like, I guess because politics are such a big thing for humans that it can also, uh, weave in with your spirituality in some kind of way. Like, bring you to um jesus or yeah right no i get what you're saying (laughs) the bible actually talks about politics in there and it talks about how god appoints the people that are in charge of us so our politicians um obviously right now the country is not in a great state look who our president is and what's going on and what all biden has done in less than 30 days of being a president um but at the end of the day God knows what's going to happen and he's prepared for it. We just have to be prepared to walk blindly with our faith. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people are really upset that Biden won, but who's to say that God didn't plan this. Maybe this was the next step for whatever's next in the prophecy. I mean, I know we're getting really close to seeing the end times come. We're watching a lot of the prophecies come to pass before our eyes. So maybe Biden being president was the next step into leading into the apocalypse or the rapture, whatever's next. And that's where I think think a lot of people are just 
they're not putting God first in politics because I'm really upset Biden won, but at the same time, like I have to know that God's in control and he's doing everything he's doing for a reason. Mm -hmm. So it's just really hard to be patient. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people get upset with the politics. I'm one of those people like, I'm going to disagree with you because you're a Republican, but I'm also going to love you regardless if you're a Republican or a, or I'm sorry, not a Republican, a Democrat. Yeah. But I'm going to love you regardless because you're a human being and you, you can be saved just like I was saved. You can wake up just like I woke up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just try to not even focus on politics anymore. I'm just like focusing on the Bible, just reading the Bible, because I think um, from, what I, from what I've seen in the Bible, God puts us through times that are difficult or like make you think like, why, like, why did Biden win? Like what, like what's going to happen to our country? Um, but he puts us through things to almost like test us to make sure like our faith is strong, you know, because he's going to come through some way, somehow. I'm not sure how. And also, like you said about the end times, um, that could definitely be a possibility. So I'm also curious. Another question was, so your friend, you went to your friend's house, you smoked weed. Sorry, I'm changing topics, but I just was thinking about this. Um, you smoked weed and then this happened where you like basically saw Jesus. What is your relationship with your friend now? Cause it's cool. Like you were friends with her, um, before and like, and she was a Christian and she obviously was loving and caring and stuff. Um, was she like trying to convince you? Like what was she no, trying to do? No. no. So that led up to God is this was right before coronavirus was a huge thing in the United States to make a better picture of the time frame we were in. It's when there were still memes going around on Facebook about Trump joking about the coronavirus. So it was still kind of a joke to Americans. We were just like, what? There's a new virus. Ha ha. So she was telling me, she's like, I just really feel like this is going to lead us to the great awakening or um, this is going to lead us into our end times. And I'm like, I don't believe in that stuff. That, that's literally what I responded with is like, I don't want to talk about this. You know, I don't believe in this. You know, my religion, I had another religion at the time. I was like, is nothing like this. I was like, I love you. I just don't want to talk about this. And she's like, okay. And she turns around being the amazing friend that she is and just starts doing her dishes and lets me have a minute to just kind of come down from that. And then that's when the figure appeared and I'm like, I'm way too high. So we still talk. Uh, we don't talk as often. She does. She has uh, four kids and two of them have uh, compromised immune systems and uh, diseases and stuff. So she's always really, really busy with her kids, but we do still talk. We, we keep in contact. Um, she knows that that moment changed my life forever and she's cool with it. She's just like, whatever, run with the story, go with it. (laughs) She doesn't say a whole lot, but she got really excited. And then like, I'm friends with her entire family and her sister who used to be gay is now straight. Um, I haven't really talked to him since I deleted my Facebook a couple months ago. But her sister come over the other day and I was telling her about me detransitioning because I believed in God because um, somebody had asked if I knew that being gay was against God. And she was telling me that I was like, Talisha, do you know that I'm detransitioning right now? And she's like, what? I didn't know that. I was like, yeah, I said, this is this is how strong my faith is. 
So she felt really motivated to share my story with one of her gay friends who's now also looking into Jesus. So I think that's really cool. Like me just telling people what happened to me. That's the whole goal is I want people to look at Jesus. Regardless of me or what happened in my life, if it can happen to me, it can happen to you too. Just turn that's like that's the whole point is I just want people to put their eyes on Jesus because right now the times are so uncertain. And it feels like every time you like look at left or right, there's violence. And the only answer to any of that is Jesus. Yeah. So she's pretty cool with me telling that story. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's your, your testimony and she probably knows, uh, sharing it is so important. Um, and I love, I love hearing stories like this because they they just are very, I don't want to call like dramatic, but like, it's such a big change. Like you spent, do you say eight years of your life, like transitioning? Like you, yeah. Like, so eight years you dedicated your life to it. And then like Jesus comes along and he's like, "Mm -mm, like, let's, uh, let's look through all this. Let's go over this. Um, and it actually, I think it's helpful, not just only for like helping people, you know, de um, transition or maybe, uh, look at their lives if they're, um, gay or whatever. But I think also for other people that are just like having difficulty with sinning, like I have had difficulties with certain sins and I look at, I look at like these testimonies and I think to myself, like if they can change their whole life, they can change their gender back because of Jesus. Like I can stop doing this one thing. Like, and I think it's just inspiring. I think it's inspiring to everyone, um, hearing about this and, yeah. And also it's interesting and a learning thing for me personally, because I don't know much about it all. I don't actually, I haven't read into the Bible a lot. I've seen like a lot of on TikTok and uh, on podcasts about, um, de transitioning or like how it's against God's word to be gay and stuff like that. But I haven't like dug deep into it. I haven't talked about it. Um, it wasn't ever really anything I was like, feeling like talking about until like I talked to you and I was like, this is interesting. I want to know more. Right. Yeah. So a lot of it I feel is um, we live in a time where Satan doesn't even have to hide and nobody sees him because what we're at right now is everything that's bad and against our better good as a whole is being labeled as good. And the things that are good are being labeled as bad. Like I got banned from commenting on TikTok because somebody reported my comment. I posted on somebody else's post where they were talking about how they were gay and then they found Jesus and they're, they're, you know, they're not gay anymore. And they were just talking about it. And all I put was as somebody who transitioned, then found Jesus and am now detransitioned. I just want to say thank you for your message. Somebody com or somebody reported that and TikTok banned me from commenting over it. But yet we can see comments where people are literally threatening to kill each other or they're half naked on TikTok. And those don't go against any guidelines. But me saying, hey, I found Jesus. Thank you for this message. Like that bothers me. And that's how you know that everything that's good for us is being labeled as bad. Mm -hmm. And that worries me with where we're at exactly. Like in the I don't know if you've ever have you have you read the book of Revelations? Mm-mm, not yet. No. So the book of revelations is the only book that I have not only read completely through, but I've read through multiple times. It's my favorite book. 
Um, I think a lot of it is we want to know what's going to happen, but it's only metaphorical. So anything that it tells you in there, this isn't physical stuff you're going to see. This is going to be, everything's going to be happening in the spiritual world. You know, I think a lot of it with our sins and changing who we are, we have to just trust and just come as we are and just give it to Jesus. And that's for anything. And that lines right up with, you know, everything going on in the book of Revelations. He just says, love one another, come as you are and give it to me. So like right now, not only am I fighting, um, the homosexual tendencies that I still have, um, that's in, like, I still, I still smoke cigarettes and, and occasionally weed because I have neuropathy and my medicine for my neuropathy doesn't work. The weed helps. What is but neuropathy? I've, I've, oh, sorry. So it's not, it's diabetic neuropathy. It's nerve damage in my legs and my arms and my hands. So it's like this constant tingling, burning, like almost like you slept on your arm wrong and your, your arms asleep. It's like that, but it's a little more intensified. I went from smoking like five or six times a day, though, to literally I'll just smoke a couple hits right before I go to sleep just so I can sleep. Because if not, I'll be kicking my legs all night. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of it is I want to be in control of changing that aspect of my life, but I have to let God be in control. It's going to be on his time. And there's so many things that I was doing that was wrong. I used to cuss really bad, but I've noticed that if I don't try to change it and I, when I do something, I'm like, okay, God, you got it. It's yours. Do something with it. That's when I've noticed that the changes have actually started happening. It's not when I'm trying to be in control. It's when I actually give him control. And I think that's the hardest thing for humans because it's so humiliating to not be in control of your own life in our heads. And that is a big deception from Satan. Satan, literally, he will deceive you any way possible, whether it's physical or mental. And right now he's attacking us mentally. And that's why you're seeing all of these things going on in the world where being gay and trans is glorified. But if somebody speaks about Jesus, you need to shut them up. You need to shun them. So that's it's, it's crazy to think about it that way. But that's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely scary. It's definitely. um we definitely live in an interesting world, but I'm also seeing a lot more people be saved by Jesus. I think, uh, yeah, I've also been told, so the whole spiritual warfare thing, like I, did you, so you said you had another religion before this. Did you, uh, believe in God or like believe in something else before? So I really don't talk a whole lot about that religion. Okay. I'll give you a quick rundown. It's called realism. And basically, so it's, their book is actually really close to the Bible, just rewritten in different wording. But the, the moral values that are taught, the same as what the moral values in the Bible are taught, except this one is um, basically saying that our souls don't have a gender. So it takes gender and sexuality completely out of the equation. And instead of there being Jesus and God, it's... It's crazy. Okay, don't don't judge me. No, I'm not. But it's basically the aliens, like actual aliens, are uh, what created us. But then, as I started comparing that to Christianity after I had my wake up call, I started realizing that aliens are real because the Bible actually talks about aliens, but they're not what we perceive as aliens. 
they're literally fallen angels. They're the demonic spirits that help Satan control this world during his reign. So basically that let me know, hey, everything that I was following in this book, saying that gender and sexuality didn't matter, that we were going to be uh, accepted and no matter what we do, we're accepted and you don't have to repent. You don't have to do this because he's going to love it was literally the lies and deception that the Bible was preaching about that would happen to us in the spiritual warfare, in the spiritual world. So that did, that was a huge, like, whoa, what just happened for me? Wow. So that's crazy because I actually thought something very similar before this. Um, I believed in aliens. Uh, I felt like I saw a UFO one time. Um, I just had these experiences. My son one time even said to me that he like was with aliens or something before he came into the womb. Like he's just said some weird stuff to me. So before all this, before transitioning or before converting, um, to Christian, I was like, like literally thinking there was a possibility that maybe we did come from aliens. Um, and then we, like, I like, I like we were aliens until we got into the womb and then we became human kind of thing. I don't know if that's like exactly like the same thing you were thinking. Um, very similar, very similar that, uh, we, we were with aliens and that we were sitting here to experience, you know, life on earth. We were given an opportunity. Um, my thoughts on that is we got, we chose it and it was our job to remember it as we experienced human life. And then obviously when we died or we went back to the alien life, but no, I can't remember the exact chapter. I think, I think it's in Genesis though. It talks about the fallen angels coming down in a silver, silver cherubim that was round and unlike anything in this world. And I was like, the Bible literally just described a UFO. And it's talking about fallen angels. And we all know that fallen angels are those that fell with Satan from heaven, which means they're demonic. So now when people tell me, hey, I've been visited by aliens, it's I'm telling you, you've been you've been visited by demons and they're decepting you. Like that was a that was hard for me because I spent a lot of time learning how to meditate and all of the stuff that went with that religion. And I'm just like. I just spent two years of my life basically praising Satan and didn't even know it. Yeah. And that's, a, sorry, what did you say? That's what? That's just part of the big deception that we don't see as humans. Yeah, absolutely. I've, yeah, it sounds like uh, the religion you were doing was very similar to like new age. Kind of. Um, I can't remember her last name, but her name's Elizabeth and she's big on YouTube and she talks about aliens. You might, you may know who she is if you were following that new age religion. Um, I'll have to find her last name, but I was subscribed to her and everything. I, I've completely blocked everything about that. I'm alive, but she would talk about it and how, um, lifting vibrations and stuff like that. Is that similar to what you were going, going with, with your religion? 
kind of, I didn't even know I was a part of religion. I didn't even know what I was doing. I just thought I was getting closer to God by using like tarot cards and Reiki and crystals and runes. So I was doing all that kind of stuff. Um, and then I also like believed in aliens and just anything that wasn't the Bible, like that was just like, you know, all the things you're deceived by, um, I was super into. And so I've, I've heard of Reiki. Um, I've never done any of that. I know about the crystals and how they use the crystals and the seven chakras. So that is, yeah, that's really similar, but not exactly the same as what mine was. But again, there's so many false religions out there. And unfortunately, a lot of them are similar and they even try to compare it to Christianity to make you say, well, this is almost the same thing. So why, why would you believe one Bible and not my book? And that, you know, that's a huge part of it. But yeah, I definitely, I know what you're talking about. Uh, I've seen that, but I'm just like, what is Reiki? I don't know what that is. Yeah. It's like this thing. They say that you're like healing. I haven't done enough research to know if it's completely against the Bible. I stopped everything though, just because I want to do research before I do anything. So I just stopped it all, but it's like healing people and you're like, you, they explain to you like you're the hose and then like Jesus is coming through you and you're healing them. And like in my head right now, I'm like, that just doesn't sound right to me. So yeah, that's actually really close to like having false messiahs. And the Bible does talk about that. Um, the tarot cards go along with witchcraft and the Bible specifically tells us not to do witchcraft. And unfortunately, they've taken these things that obviously back in even just the 1900s or maybe the, the later 1800s, people would have known 100% for a fact that that was against Christianity, against God. And they've converted them in such a way that it, it's just appealing to us. And that's the work of Satan. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it, I've seen a lot of people get caught up with that. Um I almost fell for it. Like I told you in, on TikTok, like I almost fell for that path because the path is like, it's so inclusive. You can be gay. You can be trans. You can be straight. You can be black. You can be white. You can be Muslim. You can be whatever your background is. They just want you. And so I almost, I almost fell for that. But then I started researching the Bible and I was like, mm, my Bible says, don't do this. Don't do it. <laughs> That's actually one of the things I love about the Bible is it's very consistent and like, you don't need to be doing a bunch of different things to, uh, be, feel alive and be fulfilled. Um, before I was like reading a bunch of self-help books and like doing all these things and like nothing was fulfilling me, um, until I was saved by Jesus and started reading the Bible, um, was when I really like, was like, not feeling, I don't know, not alone, but just like something was missing in my life. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely feeling that way myself. And then I just finally gave it all to him. It's not, and I'm not going to say my road's been easy. There's, there's days that I'm having a complete breakdown and meltdown. And I really think that's important to share too, because I don't want people come into Jesus and think it's all going to be roses. No, he's going to put stuff in your life. That's going to make it hard. But the reason he does this is he's preparing you for what your role is going to be in heaven and the final battle that we're going to face here on earth in the spiritual world. And he has to know that you're ready. And that's, that's what keeps me going. It's all a test of strength. And the stronger you get, the weaker the challenges seem to you. 
but you got to get over the hard ones first. Yeah. Not only only that, but when you are saved by Jesus, that is when spiritual warfare becomes stronger because um, it even says in the Bible, like Satan attacks in heavenly places. And once you're saved, you like become in heavenly place. So he is going to attack you more um, because he's obviously wanting you back or something like that. Um, so. Yeah. I was wondering, so when you started reading the Bible and learning about spiritual warfare, what did you think of that? Did you think it made sense or were you just like, like, was it totally new to you or did it just click? It really, it mostly just clicked. Like I would have a bunch of, of epiphanies. I was like, Oh, that's why this happened. It's just like you said about how Satan only attacks, you know, in the holy places, there's a reason I never felt convicted when I didn't believe in God. And that's because I was comfortable with the lies that Satan fed me. So when I started reading about the spiritual warfare and then I started learning um, as I grew in Jesus, that the attacks were just going to keep coming. They were going to get worse and how to put on the full armor of God. That's when I started having a lot of epiphanies. I was like, okay, well, this is going to happen. Jesus warns us it's going to happen. We have to be prepared to deal with it. Mm-hmm. But before that, no, I didn't believe in spiritual warfare or anything like that. I just thought people were crazy. And now people think I'm the crazy one. So, yeah, I've gotten that. I've shared things about spiritual warfare and people have been like, what are you talking about? That's insanity. And like, because it clicks so much with me, um, I just didn't even realize it was something that people thought were crazy until I started sharing it. And people started saying like, that's insane. That's not even a thing. Like, someone told me the other day, Jesus is fictional. Like, why are you? I'm just like, oh man, I'm just going to keep it's sharing. It's so funny when people say that because regardless, we, I know we cannot literally like scientifically prove that Jesus um, is the Messiah, but there is scientific proof out there. That if you research enough that a man named Jesus lived on this earth, he died and he arose through there's scientific proof about him re- rising three days later. Their scientific proof, they found Noah's Ark right on Mount Ararat, where the Bible tells you it's going to be. And now that the scientists are digging into the mountain, they're finding the 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 wood and the rooms that were left of the Ark. Because it's all, like from the top view, the mountain is like it's all stone over the Ark, but you can see the shape. And the scientists just this past, past year have started digging into the mountain and they're finding the rooms and they're fighting the wooden beams and the measurements line up 100% with the measurements that the Bible gives us on that. So there's, there's scientific proof out there that it, even though we can't prove that he was a Messiah and that he was born, that he was God's son, we can prove that Jesus existed. And a lot of the stories in the Bible existed. They're finding the giant heads from the Nephilim. They found tons of bones from that. I mean, there's so much that has been scientifically proven from the Bible. So when they're arguing with you and saying that Jesus is fictional and be like, you can think that all you want to. I can't prove to you that he was the son of God, but I can tell you where to go to research and you can find out that scientifically Jesus existed on this earth in the flesh. And I think that's really awesome. Yeah. I love when people use science to belittle Christianity because I can turn around and use their same science to prove them wrong. And then they get, they usually get mad. I've had a couple of them. You'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna go read the Bible. 
I'm going to go read more about this. Most of the time they just get mad though. Yeah. Yeah. There's only so much we can do. And as it says in the Bible, it asks us to share the word and there's going to be, I I posted this the other day that, uh, you know, you're planting seeds. Even if people get mad at you, you're planting seeds because you, we don't know what God has in store for them. God, you know, may do the same thing he did to you that he does. Uh, yeah, the same thing he did to you. He may do it to other people and that's going to be an experience. And then these seeds that we're planting by talking about this stuff, it's going to connect. It's going to click. Uh, at least I like to think that, and like God's doing his work through us. So yeah, I just, even if I get bad feedback, I still share. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That hasn't really shut me up on TikTok. Um, and TikTok's the only like social media that I have now. And at first I was like, I'm going to del- delete my TikTok because I deleted Facebook for, for, for a similar reason. Um, I was posting about God and politics and they kept banning my post and putting me in jail. And I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Facebook. I don't need you anyways. And then when TikTok banned me from commenting, I was so close to just deleting my whole TikTok. And then I was like, there's people on here that are following my story, that are sharing my story. And they're telling me how they've gotten their trans son or their cousin that's gay or their aunt or uncle that's gay to look at my story. I'm like, I'm not going to shut up. I was like, Jesus wouldn't shut up. Jesus didn't roll over and give up when he was persecuted. I can't roll over and give up because I'm being persecuted. And I think that's a beautiful thing that we just keep going no matter what. They're going to try to silence us, but we, we are not silent. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we're getting to the end of this. Is there any advice you have for anyone that's listening that um, maybe they want to de trans? I'm sorry. I forget the word. I don't know why. Like, it's like, Can you say the word for me again? Detransition. Tra- de- um, anyone that would like to do that or like maybe they're thinking, oh my goodness, where do I start? What would be your advice? So where I started is I just stopped taking my hormones. Um, if it really depends on if they transition from female to male or male to female and what surgeries they've had, I did not have any surgeries. Thank goodness. Like I did not have any of my surgeries that I had. I had a couple of them scheduled and I just didn't go through with it. Uh, I had a lot of stuff going on in my life back then. And I was like, oh, I'll reschedule in a couple of years when I have less stuff going on. So I'm really thankful for that. So I don't have to take like estrogen boosters or anything like that. My, my ovaries and all that stuff will eventually correct everything out except for my voice and the facial hair, that stuff will never 100% go away, which I've accepted now. Um, The biggest thing would be getting with a doctor, a medical doctor, not a gender therapist, not a gender doctor, get with a medical doctor, let them know, you know, what's going on that you want to look into detransitioning because they're going to have the best path for you to do. Don't quit your hormones cold turkey like I did because the first like three weeks of that was a nightmare until I finally called my doctor and, you know, we were able to get some help in that department and I weaned myself off from there. Um, But if things are going to get hard before they get better, they always do. Um, But if you can make it through your first two months being off hormones or changing your hormones, Things do get better from there. I've been able to train my voice where it is higher pitched than it was before. My hair is starting to thicken back up on my head where I went bald. 
don't know if you can see that. Like I actually like went bald right here. Um, and just keep your eyes on Jesus because what our bodies look like on earth will not matter once we have our glorified bodies in heaven. So once we get out of this earthly world and we're in the spiritual world and we're with Jesus, the mistakes that we made to our bodies won't be with us anymore. It's long forgotten. Jesus will forgive you. He forgives everybody. So even though it, it really kind of feels like it sucks to be stuck in this body on earth after you've done so much warfare to it. At the end of the day, you just got to remember that once you get out of here, it's over. You don't have to look back at this body every year. Well, thank you. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on TikTok at End Time Wars 2020. Um, you can find me in Tennessee. I'm, I'm really, <laughs> I'm like, I really don't have any other social media. I may eventually reactivate my Facebook, but that's will be a long future from now. But yeah, I'm always on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I will sneak my phone sometimes at work and be on TikTok talking to people. <laughs> really guilty about that. But I do have like thousands of messages on there. So sometimes it does take me a while to get back to people or follow them back even because I get follow banned a lot because I'm following people back too fast. Um, but yeah, you guys can find me on TikTok. My story's on TikTok. I'm still developing new videos to put on there about my story. And if you ever come to Tennessee, holler at me. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I really, really uh, appreciate you sharing your story. It's amazing. You're welcome. All right. Thank you. And thank I, you for letting me come on. Yeah, of course. Um, I will message you when it's up. Okay. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the hashtag create your earth life podcast. I hope you enjoyed Shay and I's conversation. I hope you learned something. I hope that you gained some good advice from her and I hope you guys have the best day ever. God bless you.